I'm Jen. I'm the witch. Hi, I'm Vic. I'm the skeptic. Welcome to My Roommate's a Witch. St. Patty's Day! Yay! Ow, ow! Okay, so um, I actually am seeing Ariana Grande perform the day after St. Patrick's Day in Albany! That's Woo-woo. so lit. I'm excited. Um, wow. Yeah. That's exciting. It's going to be fun. Um, so we decided. Yes. So St. Patrick's Day is not a Wicca pagan holiday, really, mm-hmm. um, frankly at all. Um, it's, yeah, it's actually probably anti-pagan. It's all about St. Patrick. Well, but actually, so St. Patrick's Day, like, traditionally commemorates St. Patrick driving out the snakes from Ireland. Yes. And there's, like, so obviously there's, like, the lore and the myth that he literally got rid of all snakes in Ireland and mm-hmm. drove them out. Um, and then there's the, like, a lot of um, theologists now believe that the snakes were symbols, symbolic of paganism, because okay. snake, serpent, devil, etc. Because pagans. why would there be snakes in Ireland in the first place? Well, I don't know. I believe there are still legitimate snakes in Ireland. I think it's, like, not true. Oh, like, okay. um, so uh, theologists think it's a reference to, like, St. Patrick, yeah, St. Patrick bringing in the Christianity and therefore... I took AP English. Driving <laughs> out the snake, getting the snakes, the pagans, out of okay. Ireland. So, um, but we thought we... <laughs> I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess I should tell the listeners where I got this idea from. So growing up, um, my nanny would take us to the library like once a week and sh- we would rent these, we would check out a bunch of books and we would also... Um, rent a movie this makes so much sense this would be a library movie yeah and so she would actually um show uh all of these old films so it's like she loved oklahoma like i watched like a recording i've actually never seen that really um i know shocking i watched like a recording of cats like there were a lot of like old westerns so it was like kind of like whatever she wanted um but she rented this movie and i was really infatuated with this oh. film as a child. Yeah, I was infatuated with it. Like, the colors, the, like... And before re-watching it, I have such visceral, like, vivid memories of certain parts of the film, which I'm sure you will bring up in your notes. Um, but specifically, like, the Banshee and the Death Chariot. Um, okay, we're doing a movie review. <laughs> yeah. In case you haven't picked up on that. Oh, yes. So the movie is called um, Darby O'Gill and the Little People. I can't believe I didn't drop the title by now. I know. Wow, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a bad podcaster. Um, but, yeah, but so spoilers ahead. But anyway, but so it's basically this movie um, from... Spoilers for a movie from 1959. <laughs> yeah, so it's this movie from 1959, um, which follows uh, a father and daughter as they... Um, the dad basically uh, is in contact with leprechauns, mm-hmm. um, and it's and there's a he's a, the caretaker of a um, is, yeah, a manor, like a manor or an estate, um, and he uh, it's set before 1950. Yeah, there's like no electricity, um, <laughs> yeah. and uh, so he's the the old aging caretaker of this facility. He has a beautiful young daughter, and the owner of the facility has brought in a young, strapping young new man to take... Sean Connery! Yep. I saw that Sean Connery was cast in this, and I was like, what? What? <laughs> it was, it's truly like... Um, yeah, and he's brought in a strapping young lad to take yeah. over, um, and of course, 
the lad falls in love with Katie, the daughter. And there's, of course, um, you know, the bad guy in town who's like a violent, aggressive. His name's Pony. His name's Pony. And his like scheming mother, because who wants Pony to take over the estate and not this strapping young new man. Um, And then, of course, like uh, the plot really centers around um, Darby, who's the the dad and the primary Mm -hmm. old aging caretaker of the like manner um, and he, his interaction captures the leprechaun king. Yes, which which gives you three wishes, right. um, and it's not the first time he's captured the leprechaun king. Yes, uh, yes. So he captures the leprechaun king, gets three wishes, and subs- there's a lot of Le- well. Let's start at the beginning. Yeah, we should start at the beginning. So anyway, but I was so all that is to say, I just wanted to explain my emotional connection to this, which is um, <clears throat> this is definitely this is I had a very strong belief in leprechauns um, in the same way that. Sorry, as we're as we're recording this, it's telling me that Darby O'Gill, my rental period has <gasps> ended. It's over. It's over. Um, so the reason this movie is important to me, a witch, is um, so growing up, my mom mm-hmm. um did uh so in the same way that some people like the Easter Bunny comes and Santa comes, my mom had um she had leprechauns. A leprechaun came and left us little gifts wow. and would sometimes like. Um, like leave like green sparkles, and there was a um, like glitter. There was a tree with a huge like hollow, um, and sh- at like our local park. And I had always said that's the leprechaun tree. And so every year she would get up really early and decorate the tree before we got up. Well, that's and nice. we'd go see the leprechaun tree before school. How, what an odd tradition. Yeah, well, it's because my granddad, um, my or my pa on her her dad is uh, his mom's from Ireland, so he's always. Uh, I don't know if he actually believes in leprechauns or if he just talks about them a lot. But I have very distinct memories of like things going missing and he'd be like, Oh, it's the leprechaun. Or he'd do something mischievous. And he'd be like the leprechauns. And we'd be like, pa, no, we know it's you. Um, but kind of like when you're like, Oh, the dog farted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, um, leprechauns. So this movie was so, I just, there's so many great scenes and like the colors and everything. Um, but what it actually did you're is like harping on the colors. Yeah. I have problems with the colors. I, well, when you think about for 1959, the special effects are incredible. Okay, honestly, there were some points where I was like, "How are they doing this?" Yeah. Well, and the, I think that the what I find enticing about the color is I feel like it's very. Do you want me to go throw my notes? Well, I think it would be helpful if you gave them a. I feel like putting this under the structure of. Um, I feel like you're better at explaining plot, and I think as we go along the plot, I can start. Bringing up some Irish. Yeah. Lore. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that so basically, the Lord of the Manor comes up, and the old man's not really doing his job. He's like, "Oh, he retired five years ago, technically, without telling me." So he's hired Sean Connery to replace Katie's father, Darby. Now, Pony is the eligible young man in town. I wrote, but he's a dick, and he's making fun of of Darby because Darby's telling stories about how he saw a leprechaun <laughs> and Pony doesn't believe him. Yeah. So like the third location of like this film, there really are three locations. Yeah. Well, do you not know about the like theory of third location? What? Okay. So there's, um, this, like, I, I don't know if you would call it like anthropological, like theory of like the third location, which is like, there's, if you you go to three locations, basically your house, work, and then there's like this auxiliary third location. And so for shows, TV shows like Friends, so much took place at like what's the what coffee is, shop? The coffee shop because it's the third location. Mm-hmm. So like the third location 
and this is also why like malls are dying um, is because they used to be a third location, but now people have so many more better options for their third location, which aren't like so strikingly separated by class. Like anyway, I digress. Um, but the like third location of this film is like the pub, which um, is short for public house. Cause that's what they called it in this movie. And I yeah. was like, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so at the pub, Darby like tells stories about how he sees these leprechauns and how he like, uh, something that they set up very early in the film is that Darby has captured the leprechaun King Brian once before. Um, and, uh, That's the story he's telling at the bar. Right. And so the lore is, like, if you catch the leprechaun, um, he made his three wishes. and He has to grant you three wishes. And I was like, yeah. in what world? I've never heard of this before. That's, like, standard leprechaun lore. That's a genie. Are they- you know, mythology can cross over cultures. <laughs> um, Listen. Well, so, like, the leprechaun, standard leprechaun lore is the leprechaun either grants you three wishes um, I the, thought they had to give you just their pot of the gold. Pot of, so there's two versions, okay. um, which is either they grant you three wishes or they give you a pot of gold. Sometimes those can cross over. It just depends right. on – it's it's oral lore, so it depends on who you ask. Yeah. I will say – but so as I was saying, like, um, what – the most important thing that's established here is – the King Brian, King of the Leprechauns, is like, oh, and what would you like your fourth wish to be? Yes, and he's like, yes. he like makes like, oh, I get more than three. And um, so he, and he starts. I, he, I think he does a nice thing. And he's like, oh, well, I wish for a pot of gold for like my friends. Yeah. He's like, and then the King of the Leprechauns is like, he says it's in a rhyme. I don't remember what it is. It's like the, uh, like he has to fulfill the first three, but if you wish a fourth wish, all previous wishes become undone. Right. I wrote. Fourth wish makes the first three go away. The rascal. rascal. Um, and so, so leprechauns in Irish mythology are notoriously um, tricksters. Right. Um, they're very good at getting themselves out of having to fill, fulfill your wishes. Um, and they take sort of like, like most like fae or fairy like legend, they do take a pleasure in like playing tricks on the humans. But um, I will say Darby himself is, is, is pretty, he's pretty, um, he's pretty fast talking, quick witted. Yeah. So the, the like character of Darby really is fun. Cause he thinks he can out trick the leprechauns. Yeah. Um, and like, that's like his real like character sort of archetype is like, he likes to play with, he likes to play like intellectual mind games with the leprechauns, I mm-hmm. would say. Yeah. So then, yeah, the Lord introduces Sean Connery. He's like. Darby, I'm going to retire you. He gives him a great retirement deal, number one. He says, here, I'm going to retire you on half pay, and you can live in this house for free. Yeah, another house on the property. And I was like, um, okay, but Darby's not into it. Darby's not into it. The Lord is like, you have two weeks to do this. And right. he's like, how am I going to tell Katie? And then Kate, I wrote, Katie sees Sean Connery, and oh, we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they go back to the house. Katie, like a good Irish woman, is cooking up some food. Mm-hmm. Some vittles. What? Like vitals? No, vittles. Like, What's vittles? Like a food. All right. It's like a snack. I'll believe you thousands wouldn't. Sean Connery in this movie has no accent. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's supposed to be from Dublin. Honestly, the accent work is pretty terrible throughout this film. And it's like sometimes he does something with his R's, but it's like not, not Irish. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty the, – the accent work is pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. So Katie's dad goes well, – it's pretty exaggerated. From the other characters. I thought it was not I terrible. don't know. I, I don't. I can't. You know it. what? I've, I've never lived in Ireland. Ashley said it was terrible. So I'm okay. just based off of what she said. 
So the local parish has found a bell to mm-hmm. replace their broken bell. It's a side plot. It's a side plot. And so Katie's dad is going to go get it. Yeah. Um, and he goes up to the mountain with, so there's sort of this looming, like sort of mountain hill in the distance, um, which has all these ruins on it. We'll later see the Banshee here. Um, and Katie's dad goes up to get their horse. Who's grazing on this like kind of spooky hill. It's nighttime. It's definitely nighttime. And, um, Shit goes crazy, and he falls down a well. Well, before he falls down the well, the horse, like, looks at him and turns all these crazy, crazy colors. colors. Yeah. So, presumably, the horse was... when I would be scared. Possessed by... I did find the horse to be scary as a child. Um, presumably, the horse... So, we find out after he falls down the well and is hanging out with Brian, that Brian's, like, King Brian, of uh, king of the leprechauns, has, yeah. like, summoned him to come live with the leprechauns. I'm glad we know about this crazy horse coloring thing because at first I was like, oh, maybe it's it's my version of the movie. Maybe it's my phone. Like it's an old movie, but it happened several times. So then I yeah. was like, oh no, it's no. yeah, it's a choice. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think it's yeah. So so the horse gets possessed. He goes down to be with the king of the leprechauns, and right. it's like a kind of a party, but also kind of terrifying. Well, they tell him he can't leave. Yeah. So they basically any they're like, but why would you want to leave? There's like food and drink. There's jewels. Yeah. There's the pot of gold. There's lots of dancing and merriment. Oh, I wrote the leprechauns speak Gaelic. I thought that was cool. They do. Um, so to get out of leprechaun land, he, so Darby's an ex. <laughs> How is he going to get out of leprechaun, leprechaun land? land? He's a fiddler. So he starts by playing like dance music, which sort of grows into a fever pitch. And then he starts playing like a hunting tune. Oh, and it's cray cray. It's insane. The fever pitch. Because yeah. you can tell it's like. They're doing it at a normal speed, but then they, like, it's, like, time and a half. It's, like, they sped up the film. Yeah. It's very interesting. It's very, it's very scary. Yeah. And um, so then the leprechauns, all hundreds of them, go retrieve their tiny horses. Yes, I wrote, they have tiny horses. I know. I Wouldn't that scare the big horse? Shocked. Can you, which are you, are you more afraid of a hundred tiny horses or one a hundred foot tall horse? <gasps> I feel like a hundred tiny horses because the hundred, the hundred foot tall horse. I feel like would it would be easy to avoid it. Yeah. So there you go. Unless it's crushing your home, I don't. Know. I have mixed feelings. I could t- I could be persuaded either way. All right. Anyway, so um, so the leprechaun. So Darby is kind of a little bit of a greedy man, but sort of right there are times where like we see his greed is like for the good of others and then there are times where we're sort of shown that his greed is a bad thing so he try he almost missed so the leprechauns get out by opening the side of the mountain and he almost misses getting out because he's getting the gold um and then when he's running out all the gold falls out of his pockets well and there's also some question in questions in like irish mythology of like if you get the pot of gold it's like actually cursed you know um, oh, okay. so that can be something that you can read into there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what, what else? What's the next what important thing? I said the, I wrote the horse is the best character. Okay. It has the best reactions to things. <laughs> I don't know how they did this. I've never seen it done again, but the horse like makes faces and its eyes yeah. move. And I was like, so, okay, this so, horse knows. So Darby, so one of the like lore pieces of lore is that Leprechaun's magic doesn't work during the day. So King Brian comes to confront Darby. Darby gets him trashed on some moonshine. Yeah. And the horse is like reacting. The horse is like in on it. Yeah, the horse <laughs> is like in on the joke. Um, and so 
Darby traps the leprechaun by getting him drunk and keeping him, getting him drunk like in the night and keeping him until the until sunrise. the day. And then, um, which I also didn't know that leprechauns lose their magic during the day. Yeah, there you go. This is all very good information. Um, so anyway, so King Brian. Um, it's like, fuck, it's daytime. So, um, <laughs> and then, so Darby does like a smart thing. It says, from my first wish, I wish that you will stay and you won't leave until I've made my other two wishes. Yes, yes. Um, it's like a very smart, like preemptive strike. And then he yeah. puts him in a bag. Yes, and he like carries him carries around. Carries him around, yeah. And then he has to go and pick up this bell. yes. Which he does. Well, there's, okay, and there's a whole plot point about, like, how he's supposed to be, like, he's a part of the parish, but it's also, like, oh, the pastor, or whatever it is, he's, like, not into this whole leprechaun thing. Yeah. And so Darby's going to get this bell to, like, make up for the fact that he's talking to the leprechaun. Yeah, which is an interesting, like, it, that's just so, it's just very interesting to me. And the other thing is, like, actually, you, I think it's, I think it's pretty Catholic. I think I'm like, yeah, well, they're, they're an it's Irish Catholic. I was yeah. about to be like, they're an island, so it's definitely Catholic. So he's not a pastor; he's like, yeah, a bishop. he's like a bishop. But the thing about Darby is like, he's clearly very religious, and like the bishop is like, whenever the bell rings, it'll be playing music for you, and that's like clearly emotionally touching. Yeah, um, and it's like, yeah, but so it's cl- the tension between like paganism and. Catholicism is very clear. We forgot to mention, Darby has not told Katie that Sean Connery is taking over his job. Yeah. She just said Sean Connery is going to be, like, helping me out. Right. And then Sean Connery is out and about helping her out. I'm helping out, whatever. Yeah. And um, he is singing, like, this Irish folk tune. And I wrote, if that's Sean Connery actually singing, he has a very good voice. It's not. I didn't think so. <laughs> Um, yeah, so like I guess the other Do we think it's Katie singing? No, it's not. It's I I looked it up. It's oh, neither okay. of them really singing. Great. Um she also the actress who played Katie died at 38 of heart disease. You told me that's very sad. Well I didn't tell the podcast. Um I'm sorry, I hit the count. Well, how old was she when she did the movie? I don't know, probably like twenty. She looks okay. like twenty. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um yeah, what's interesting, so I think, like, obviously there's this leprechaun plot, but it's also, the actual plot of this story is just a love story between Katie and Sean Connery. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Oh, there's a lot that I that happens that I, like, didn't write down, I think, because I was busy. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm also, like, wondering, it's probably not important if it didn't make it right down. So, oh, yeah, so basically what happens is, um, you know, there's, like, this setup by Pony, the evil guy, to take down Sean Connery. Um, it doesn't really work, um, but Ka- Katie... Wait, no, no, no. We've missed the fact that the leprechaun is setting up Katie and Sean Connery to be in love. Yes. Because that's Darby's second wish. Yeah. So Darby's... Well, no. not No, it's not. Oh, I thought... Oh, okay. Oh, right. He tricks the leprechaun. Yeah. So the leprechaun tricks Darby into wish... Or, so Darby is, like, walking around with this leprechaun in a sack. Leprechaun's getting tired of it. Yeah. And so he, like, shows Sean Connery to brag. And he's like, like, oh, I wish that he could... You could see him. And the leprechaun's like, haha, you were just talking about wishing figuratively, but congrats, that's your second wish. Well, okay, because... Darby's trying to show Sean Connery inside the bag as a leprechaun, but when Sean Connery looks at him, it's nighttime, so he has his powers again, so he makes it so that all Sean Connery sees is a rabbit in the bag. So he does see him. 
but he doesn't see him as a leprechaun. Yeah, so it's that's some great like leprechaun trickery. Yes, you know? yes, yes. Um, and then I guess I do. Is his third wish for Katie to find love? Is that what that is? No, I think what happens is that the leprechaun's getting tired of being in this bag all the time, and but Darby like can't decide on what to wish for because he wants to wish for something for Katie, but Katie doesn't want anything. And so the leprechaun's like, okay, well, you know, if Katie falls in love, then would you make a wish? And Darby's like, yeah, I would. So the leprechaun just of his own accord is trying to get Katie and Sean Connery together. So, um, so Katie finds out that they have to move because Pony's meddling mother drops off a note. Oh, she's going through all everyone's mail. Yeah. Because Pony delivers the mail. So he gets all the mail and then she reads it all. Yeah. With like the town secretary. It's a very small town, clearly. Um, (laughs) I was shook by that actually. I was like, wow. Also the like folks at the pub. Uh, so there's a scene where the leprechaun drinks an entire glass of whiskey from the bag. And so the folks at the pub are on Darby's side and they know Darby isn't crazy. Um, yeah. So basically Katie gets pissed and runs into the moors. <laughs> she runs up to the cliff. She's mad at Sean Connery. She's mad at Sean Connery. She, oh, and she's going after the horse. She's going after the horse. So she goes up into the ruins um, and Darby and Pat Connery split up to look for her. Yes. And so in Irish lore, the figure of the bear. So this is, I think, where the movie kind of goes a little wrong. Um, Okay. Banshees don't cause death. They simply predict it. And I do think that... um, so they so in the movie they're like, oh, the banshee came for Katie's mother, and we saw her, and she took Katie's mother. The banshee is not actually responsible for taking anyone. The okay, the banshee does not. The Br- banshee is not the equivalent of the Grim Reaper who brings death. The banshee. So banshees are an Irish house ghost, um, and they just appear when someone's going to die. It's a warning, not a sentence interesting Uh uh-huh and what's also interesting is um so just some banshee background because this is a podcast about witchcraft um some banshee background is that um there's discrepancies in the lore some people say that only a certain privileged irish families have banshees like a family banshee and some say every irish family has a banshee so, so it's not just one it's not like the grim reaper where it's just one no you the tradition oh i guess there might be some versions where there's one universal banshee. Again, we're dealing with like a very old pagan lore, which right. is different. Um, but so basically uh, banshees like sort of, there's like one banshee per family and there's, and they're saying um, when the Irish came over to America, they brought their banshees with them. And that's why oh. there's banshees in America. Now um, some people still believe in well, banshees. that? Irish pagans practicing in America. Oh. People who believe in banshees. Some people, I think it's also been kind of abstracted. So, so there's like sort of, you can see the banshee, you can just hear the wail. Um, it depends on like the lore. Yeah. But so basically they just, they're just letting you know that someone's going to die. Not, they don't, they're not the like grim reaper who causes the death. Okay. Well then that's interesting because I said, I wrote down the banshee arrives looking just like death herself. Yeah. Well, what's also interesting about the banshee. Like, they make her, they make her look like yeah. the Grim Reaper. Well, because. So, with a scythe and everything. Yeah. So it's like the concept of the triple goddess. There's uh, maiden, mother, and crone. And so if we think about like the sometimes the banshee can appear as like a sexy young girl only to turn out oh. to be like 
uh, the Banshee. Um, so the idea of the Banshee is the Banshee is the crone. So mm-hmm. um, Maiden, the young woman, mother, the mother, and crone, the old woman. Um, usually old, sometimes old women. A lot of times, like, the crone figure has been villainized. Um so much so that I think we just sort of think now it's like, like if you imagine like the figure of the old witch with like the warty face and stuff, that's like sort of what like the quintessential like crone archetype is. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I do believe that that's like what they were going, what kind of what they were going for. Um, Yeah. And if we, and if so, we start thinking about like um, Irish culture is very wrapped up in the idea that Ireland proper, like Ireland, the land is mother. And so like crone is the banshee maiden is often like Bridget. Um, so like this idea of like the triple goddess is really inherently wrapped up in uh, Irish tradition. Um, even like post pagan Ireland, especially like, or I've also heard like this idea of like Kathleen, the maiden um, Ireland mother, and then crone of the banshee. Um, so it, I mean, it's not, this is not, of course, this is nowhere near as bad as like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but I do think it's definitely an external representation of an internalized, like, I don't want to say, appeal towards misogyny is not the right words, but it's like, you know, we've internalized this idea that um, the Banshee is this like ugly, scary figure. And so I do think this film sort of makes her the death figure rather than what she actually is, which is just a warning. But do we see a face? I don't think we did. I think it was there just are like, like it was just like a hood. There are like in, fla- the, in the movie. Yeah, there are like flashes of a face, oh, um, okay, which might- appear to be a little cr- traditional creepy okay. witch looking. In my opinion, I, I mean, the only reason I thought they were just going for like you know Americanizing it just to like the yeah. Grim Reaper was because of the scythe. I was like, yeah. oh, that really. Well, and I traditionally the Banshee doesn't have a scythe. I, yeah. At least I don't think it does. Um, I'm pretty sure it does not. Um, but so I definitely do think that it's, you're running up against like already like Americanizing something that's not inherently yeah. not American. Um, but I, I think America has a very, very aggressive anti-witch agenda. Um, and so I think like making the Banshee truly frightening um, helps is, I, I don't think they were like, you know what? We should demonize her because she's the crone <laughs> part of the witch. I, yeah. I just think it's so internalized that you can't necessarily separate it. Um, so that's some information about Banshees. Um, I don't know why. I, I, I found the Banshees so appealing. I really, like, and I don't know why. Um, that's crazy because when we continue, I will tell you there's a moment in this movie where I was like, Wow. If I was little, I would pee my pants. I'd be so <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, so they find Katie collapsed yes. in the ruins. I she fell a small distance yeah. off of a cliff. <laughs> um, and they take her back to the house, and it's very mm-hmm. clear that she is not well. The priest is there. There's a doctor. They're issuing last rites. Wait, 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 wait. But it's like when they're still on the mountain. Okay. The dad, Darby, just throws his lantern at the Banshee and she disappears. Yeah, which that also <laughs> just doesn't. Also, like, the Banshee, in, in all of my reading, has not been an aggressive figure. Like, the Banshee is not, like, here to, like, get ya. Like, yeah. it's just, it's simply here to wail and, yeah. a, and alert you of eminent doom. Um, yeah, Katie's yeah. looking on well. So Katie's, Katie's pretty bad. The Pope... Dude, he's not the Pope. <laughs> the, bishop. the Pope has come. <laughs> the Bishop is issuing like last rites. Yeah. Um, Pat, not Pat, Darby runs out of the house. 
The banshee is coming. Wait, can I just say? Yeah. I, I thought that she was going to, like, wake up and it was going to all be, like, a, I don't know, a dream or whatever. So I said, Katie comes back looking like Dorothy from Oz. Nope. Joke's on you. <laughs> Joke's on me, though, yeah. Um, He's like, yes. Darby goes downstairs. Yep. Runs out of the house. Opens the door. The banshee's trying to get Bam! in. Bam! The banshee. That is the terrifying part of the, the banshee's movie. there. She opens the door. The banshee is right there at that door. Yeah. He, he like, tries to hit the banshee with a stick. He does. The <laughs> banshee removes the stick because it's a banshee. It's also, like, green, like, 1959 yeah. special effects. Like, it's freaky. Yeah, it does look freaky. Um, anyway, so then he makes his last wish, which is that... Uh, the, so anyway, so then there's no, the no, death no, no, coach. No. Yes. Yeah. The, the death coach the death. has already been called. Let's quickly Google the death coach. Okay. Hi, Ireland. So we don't get anything weird. Here we go. Oh my God. Wait, this is a photo from the movie. <laughs> I want to die. Um, Pull the Wikipedia article real quick. <laughs> wait, I wrote, does the headless horseman drive the death coach? Evidently. And it says, well, where were we? We'll go back to the, the banshee. I don't know. No, let's go back. To okay. The so, well, so, yeah. so the death coach has um, arrived. Has arrived. In an Irish tradition, the death coach cannot leave without someone in it. Um, and that's what the leprechaun says yeah. to Darby. So Darby's like, "Hey, Mister Leprechaun, can you?" Well, at first he was like, "You know, send it away, send it away." Which also, like, leprechauns are definitely not in charge of this. Um, and so, and then he's like, "Then I make my final wish. I wish that." I would go in the place of Mm -hmm. Katie. And so he gets into the death coach. I really think that we are jumping over the fact that the headless horseman drives in. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I just thought it was interesting. I mean, I wrote, oh no, dad says to take him instead. Oh no. No, it's definitely. And then honestly, it's like a Jesus allegory. This whole scene, it's raining. It's, terrifying yeah the it's super scary is like it's like screeching and yeah. really loud well and the inside of the death coach looks like a bdsm club oh i did not okay <laughs> i didn't get that. it's like quilted leather yeah <laughs> quilted black leather so darby's sitting in the death it's it's a very scary scene so darby's sitting in the death coach right and then it just gets sad like, and, and, he's and he's like gonna die yeah and he's like he spits some like good wisdom about like is better for the old to go than the young. Like yeah, Katie's true, got true, such a full. So Brian, the friendly leprechaun, appears, and Brian's like, "Hey, mm-hmm. hey, dude," and Darby's like, "Is there anything you can do?" And he's like, "No, wink, wink." And then the, the leprechaun basically reminds him that if he makes a fourth wish, it's like, well, no, isn't it the leprechaun like tricks <gasps> tricks him? him? Yeah. So Brian, yeah. the leprechaun, tricks Darby into making a fourth wish. Yeah. Um. After being reassuring about his daughter and. Darby's like, well, the fourth makes the three come undone. Right. And so he gets, like, thrown out of the death coach into the mud, which is kind of sad. Right. Um, and then – and Katie, like, wakes up miraculously. But I wrote down, it stands to reason that if Brian undoes all the wishes, then the banshee would just take Katie. Yeah. But, like, whatever. Yeah. Well, that is the part where I, as looking back, I don't really remember that as a child, but looking back as an adult, I'm like, hmm. Yeah. But I guess since Katie's already been healed. Yeah. I mean, Katie's already been healed, maybe. Yeah. Because Katie, we see Katie, like, come to life as soon as Darby gets into the death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So it's kind of unclear. Um, 
Yeah. So then we cut back to the pub. Um, Darby's telling his story. Pony is a dick. Right. Sean. What is this? Beats name? him up. Be- yeah. Sean punches. Connor. Yeah. Punches the shit out of him. There's a big bar fight scene, actually. I kind of forgot. Ashley was like, Jen. Wait, it's so good, though, because, like, they start to fight, and then most of the fight scene is just Darby's reaction faces. <laughs> it's well, incredible. And, like, the sound of glass breaking. Well, that's what Ashley was like, why is this the last three minutes of the movie, and there's a big fight scene? And I'm like, because men have to punch each other. It's the late 50s. Um, yeah. So, basically, Darby's good name is intact. And he drives a carriage, and he drives Katie and Sean Connery. What is his character's name? We've just been referring to him as Sean Connery. I don't even remember. Um, so he, like, drives him out, them out, and they all sing, My Pretty Irish Girl. Yes, and they, and it's good because now they can all live together in the same house. In the same house, and no one has to move. Exactly. And it's nice. I wrote at the end of this movie, though, I was like, what is the moral of this story? Like, don't fuck with a lover girl? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think <laughs> because at first I thought the moral was going to be, like, don't be greedy. Yeah. You know? But that doesn't really end up what it is. I don't know that there's a moral. Because this is this is before everything in Disney had to have a moral. Do you know what I mean? Like, right, but most, I feel like most movies have, like, I don't know, a message a at yeah. least. Yeah. I don't know what the message is. I think it could be anything from, like, you know. I do think that there's strong, like, if you you can't out-trick leprechauns. Yeah. So don't do it. I do. Or also, like, I guess wishing for things never turns out well. Like, you should right. just be happy with the life that you have. Or, like, working with the, like, pagan... It's a bad idea. Yeah, working with the pagan yeah. leads to death. Yeah. <laughs> That's an extreme. Yeah. I mean, it's one of my favorite movies. I think, like... What? You haven't seen a lot of movies. <laughs> I think it's because it's so in- in- integral to my childhood. Okay. And I-, I think it's just clearly a piece of my pagan history that, like, is so clear now that I was super into paganism. Um I'm really surprised you weren't scared by this as a child. I loved the Banshee. I was like, come hang what out with weirdo. me. <laughs> I know. I don't know why. I found the Banshee like oddly like, I don't know. No, no, no. I don't know what was so charming. There was just something really appealing about like, oh, there's a ghost. Because I, I thought it was a ghost dedicated to St. Patrick's Day. And I loved ghosts. Um, I was very fascinated yeah. with ghosts. So Interesting. I was actually scared of ghosts because I remember I went to my friend's birthday party and we, like, the movie that she was going to watch, like, all of us were going to watch, was um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. And the part where, like, the pirates go out into the moonlight and turn into skeletons or whatever. Yeah. I was terrified and I had to go home. Wow. Yeah. I was got really apparently afraid of the flying monkeys in Wizard of Oz. Okay, yeah. But a banshee, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but I was super infatuated with banshees. And, like, I don't know, Irish ghosts, very interesting to me. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, having that mingled with, like, my already deep belief in, like, leprechauns mm-hmm. um, was really interesting. Um, I mean, it's not, like, a a pagan film. But I really think th- – I the reason I wanted to review this is because I think it's, like, it gives us, like, a nice opportunity to sort of talk about, like, Irish folklore. Because paganism in I- Ireland was a huge fucking deal um, until the Catholics – 
drove it out. Um, and I th- like, especially for, they had a very, they have a very strong belief in like fae and fairies and leprechauns and like all of, it's sort of a unique uh, view from, because so much of their livelihood was like working the land, their like belief in like fairies is, I don't want to say stronger than their belief in like polytheistic deity, but like it definitely rivals it. You know what I mean? It's like fairies are just such an important part of like Irish culture. And when I say fairies, I include like leprechauns into this. Um, And like, I think like that, like glee of like trick trickery and like mischievous, like fun and like sort of playing with the humans is like very uh, sort of ingrained in like that culture. So um, I think it gives us the interesting opportunity to talk about banshees representation of like witches kind of um, and like Irish lore. It's also interesting to talk about like how Irish lore now mingles with a, what is a predominantly like Catholic like nation. Cause like my, that is interesting actually. Yeah. Cause yeah. like my grandfather, like we always believed in leprechauns, like of course. And like that wasn't seen as anything like, like the same way as like, you know, believing in witches, you know what I mean? It was just, it was allowed to like coexist next to the Catholicism. Um, And so, yeah. So I just think, I think that's really interesting. And especially how this movie sort of says the two can't necessarily live together. Um, I think that's interesting as well. Uh. Uh, Yeah, that isn't, I went to Ireland. So did I. I've been. Well, some Ireland's also, um, home to like some of the great pagan sites like people will go to Ireland to be submerged in like a well or something I I I don't have the exact details but like like people will go to pagan to Ireland to be like initiated into paganism so it's like a real interesting place because a lot of like paganism stemmed from Ireland um Huh. Yeah, I remember I just when I went to Ireland, I was so impressed by how old everything was. Yeah, it was like especially like coming from America where like the oldest things here are from like the 1600s. And I haven't really seen a lot of those things because I didn't live in that area like you did. Um, I'm not being shady. I'm just saying I didn't. You try going um, to Jamestown every year from K to 12. And so, How yeah. many times can I watch people hit deer skin with rocks? Oh my god! No, but it was crazy. They were like, "Oh yeah, this, this, like the Book of Kells is like the oldest book. I don't know ever." And like, I got to see that, and that was like insane. It's just crazy how old the country is. Yeah. Um, and I think that that like kind of you know countries being older gives more. I don't know, rise to, like, legends and lore and yeah. stuff like that. Well, and I think what I felt in Ireland was, like, you can just feel the, like, magic. Um, I felt very, like, and especially having, like, an Irish his family history, I felt very, like, oh, like, this is, like, real sort of ma- old magic. It's, like, sort of old money versus new money. Like, old magic <laughs> versus new magic. <laughs> Um, you were like, I'm a part of a special class. <laughs> I, not maybe not that, maybe not that far, but it definitely, it definitely jolted something in my system. Um, That's and cool. I think like, yeah, I also think it's just interesting to look at how like these modern holidays, which we celebrate, if they're not of pagan origin, how like paganism interacts with them. So nice. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. 
Um, would we recommend the movie? I mean, I would watch it for just for, honestly, it, I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. Yeah. And it doesn't do a terrible, I think it does a pretty good job of representing like Irish folklore in a non-derogatory yeah. way. Um, so I definitely think you can, I, 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 it's not like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which I think is like, yeah. It's terrible. also like Sean Connery in his poem. He's hot. He looks good. He looks like a hunk of very good. Katie has like half bangs. Yeah, it's super interesting. <laughs> um, I just think Darby is the daddy of it. All. He is so. He honestly is very funny, but he's kooky. The reason you got to watch it is for that horse <laughs> and <Name> its reactions. <laughs> nay, nay. Um, I watched. I watch for the banshee. Did that love it's the so banshee. So anyway, good. have a nice yeah St. Patty's Day. Wear green or you'll be pinched. Are we done? I don't have to wear green because I'm a redhead. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. You were going to pinch me and you would have been out of line. <laughs> I'm Vic. And I'm Jen. And, and that's, that's the, the spook. spook. Oh, I hate it already. <laughs>